Hi, welcome to Irrelevant with Megan and John. I'm Megan. And I'm John. And this is episode seven. So we're going a little off the rails of Irrelevant and kind of keeping it relevant because this is the back to school episode. So this is Relevant and our with kids, Megan and John. <laughs> and our kids have gone back to school this week. Well, we're those weird homeschoolers. So, I mean, they're home still. Yeah. But I think everybody is home right now. True. So... Are we that weird this year? Not really. Probably not. Everyone's doing something different this yes. year. This will be the year that everyone just learns something different. Absolutely. For better or worse. So like all things, we were raised completely different when it comes to school. Yeah, I would say I'm the poster child for public school and for better or worse. Of course, I think I had a great schooling for the most part. I enjoyed myself and no major complaints minor problems just like anybody but nothing major and uh yeah just public school all the way straight through high school there you go i went to the same school for and it was a parochial school from first grade to 10th grade and i had a very different schooling situation than you and i can tell you as a kid in parochial school public school terrified me (laughs) you had a small amount of experience with public school very not until high school yeah So, yeah, as a kid, that would have been crazy. But I think that there's one thing we both uh, had the experience of the 90s child, which was the latchkey kid. Yes. I was home a lot by myself. Yeah, I think I was home quite a bit by myself as well. Just in the fact that both my kids, both my kids, both my parents worked. So I, I, you know, during the summer, I was there pretty much all by myself. And then during school days until, you know, my parents got home I was I was kind of had my own time but I enjoyed that that was kind of my thing I would never do that now with our kids no no not at all I think our parents were crazy well they had to do what they had to do maybe they watched too much more maybe I watched too much forensic files and unsolved mysteries and even x-files like I I am terrified at the thought of my children being home alone under the age of 30 yeah well so our schooling out of the way Let's talk about our kids. Yes. We have four kids. Two of them have graduated. So, and one of our, our second child graduated in 2020. So. During all the fun. Yeah. Worst senior year ever. Um, well, that's probably not true. There were kids that were like shipped to Vietnam. That was probably way worse than 2020. Um, but yeah, so now this is like a new season of life for us because we just have the two littles. That are homeschooling. And they're not that little. They're in sixth and fourth grade. Yeah. So that's kind and of they're also, also pretty tall for their age. So I think I was home alone in sixth grade a lot. That was the year that my parents were like, good luck. Pizza yeah. in the oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go to school on time and uh, make sure you, you tell me uh, you got home from school. Yeah. So uh, I would never do that with my sixth grader now. No. But yeah, we are the weird homeschoolers, and I think that homeschoolers have kind of a scale, and um, a lot of, like, my view, before we started homeschooling, my view of homeschoolers was, like, anti-government, super religious. Don't want my kids learning about this or learning about that. Yeah, and I, I have met those people, but I would say that, like, there are so many more homeschoolers out there that are just really like being together with their kids. They have a lot of things to teach them. They want them to have like good science and good grasp of history. And 
and that kind of thing. And, and I also kind of feel like they don't want their kid to kind of get left on the wayside. And I'm not I'm not saying anything about, you know, the schools or the teachers, but they are, you know, 30, 40 kids per classroom. And it's just, you know, I don't think we were anywhere near that, at least when I was in school. Yeah. And, and that's not to say that we're not big supporters of public schooling. Because yeah, we definitely are. I'm a big supporter of any type of schooling and especially public schooling. Uh, nothing is perfect. I wouldn't say anything is the perfect situation. But, um, yeah, I think if you can homeschool and you want to homeschool, you could, you should homeschool. Yeah. I, it's been such a great thing for our family. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I know our kids, I mean, there's things that our, my kids have done that I would have, you know, never got to experience. Uh, when it comes to, you know, you get like a field trip or two per year when I was a kid. And it's practically weekly before with our COVID. kids before COVID. And uh, they've got to experience a lot. And, um, you know, and they got to learn while experiencing things that, that were fun. Um, and, th- and the fun thing is you can kind of wrap, wrap schooling into just about anything you're going to do. So if we are going to go do something fun it somehow turns into school and they don't know it. It's always educational. I don't go anywhere without an education plan filled out. I, I, I think that's my gift to my children as a homeschool parent. <laughs> they may not agree with that, but... Yeah, if we're going somewhere, we're going to learn. And even if we're just going, because we meet with a nature group, and our nature group is often a f- couple hours away on a drive. And... Uh, even on the way, we listen to audiobooks and yep. podcasts and and that kind of thing. And they really enjoy that. And I think it's so funny. One of our favorite podcasts that we listen to that we just found is Greeking Out by Nat, Nat Geo. And I thought it was so funny when they were, like, comparing, like, Severus to, like, Harry Potter and, yeah. you know, Roblox. Well, and... it's fun when you're driving in the car with the kids when they usually be complaining And you hear them laughing. And chatting. Yeah. Which is like such a fun thing to see. Like that they're, oh, I know this story because I've seen it here or, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's one of my favorite things is like seeing those education like bursts happen in their little brains like in real time. When, you know, if they were in school all day, you wouldn't have that experience of that. Yeah. So let's talk about how we got into homeschooling. Okay, so we got into homeschooling when our when Mary, the our second child, uh, was going to junior high at that same private parochial school, and she would come home with absolutely a wealth of useless information: who was wearing what, whose mom said what, what teacher did the social this. order of the school. Yeah, not one math problem was learned. Not one history and important fact and sometimes in private school the history and science is a little lacking anyway i'll just throw that out there (laughs) yeah but anyway she asked us to homeschool she said that she wanted to um have a more adult schedule she wanted to volunteer during the day and you know we didn't want to get hit up with truancy so we were like okay we'll let you do this and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, we found out pretty quick that the schools are not really forgiving about things like that. It really doesn't matter why they're out of school. They're just out of school. Yeah, she would get like, she would have straight A's. She was in the gate program in public school. And she would volunteer at the soup kitchen on a Monday morning. And 
boom, truancy note. Yep, wouldn't was, was not having it. Never missed an assignment. So I think that was like the rigidness of public schooling that didn't work for us. So we allowed her to homeschool and she, I just loved the time I spent with her. The things I got to teach her that were important to me. I remember, I remember distinctly what, what started this whole homeschooling thing is she was doing a project on Romeo and Juliet and we were reading through Romeo and Juliet and she was reading it and she was reading Shakespeare, which is not the easiest form of English to read. And she just was laughing and, and she thought that their relationship was so ridiculous and that kind of thing. And I remember thinking like, I'm so lucky that I got to see this happen right in front of me. Yeah. So, um, eventually we put happiness as our goal for our children and that's how they all ended up homeschooling. Yeah. One by one, they all kind of fell, you know, school, uh, public school kind of fell by the wayside. And then we did some uh, charter schooling, which was still in, uh, in classroom and that didn't work out so well. And it just kind of made sense if, you know, if, and one big thing was they were, they were having, my, or having you come in and volunteer for days of the week. Well, that's Abby, our wild child. Yes. And she was in kindergarten and I, and that teacher wasn't a kindergarten teacher. She, that was like her first year of kindergarten. And she had me come in and help, which I didn't mind doing because I was a stay at home mom and, you know, I had the time, but I noticed that all the wild children's parents were there. Yeah. And so then I became the teacher's helper. It wasn't me helping Abby or making sure that she was doing well. It was me cutting out shapes for, you know, arts and crafts and stuff. And Yeah, so a general classroom assistant. And watching Abby not pay attention to anything and then bringing Abby home because it was a half-day kindergarten and bringing Abby home and reteaching all the things that she had missed during school and thinking... Why did I bother? And why we bother? We could just do it here. <laughs> I'm already homeschooling. Yeah. So that's how Ab- Abby was the next one to come home. And then Maddie and then Thomas. And so Thomas and Mary have graduated. Mary has left for UNLV. And it's just me and the Littles homeschooling this year. And I think that's going to be really hard because Mary has been there. Yeah, she's been like a second teacher or teacher's assistant. Even today we were filling out a map and she was like, I'm going to go hang out with my boyfriend, but I want to fill out the map first because maps are fun. Well, then, of course, we have Tommy, but he also works practically full time. And then there's me who I do work full time. So, I mean, I'm here twice a week for the most part, but I can't really fill in for Mary essentially being another teacher. It's going to be a different year this year. We'll see. Yes. Fingers crossed. Not too much trauma, I hope. So I know everyone is home in California right now. um, And most counties are on restriction and they are virtual and distance learning. Let me just say, that's not homeschooling. If you are home with your Chromebook and your teacher is on a Zoom call from her house and you're having trouble with the internet connection and and all that, that's not homeschooling. That's something that kind of just came out of this crisis and was forced quickly and is not fully functional. And, you know, it's just, I mean, not that any, not against any of it, but it's just, you know, how it is. So that's not what, that's doing the best they can. That's, that's not what we're doing. No, homeschool is not traumatic. If, if you're being traumatized at homeschooling, you're doing something very, very wrong. Yes. 
So, um, yeah, I feel I just feel so bad for all my friends that are out there that are COVID schooling through this and, you know, having to find childcare and having to check up on their kids to make sure that they're logging in at the right times. And I feel so bad for my teacher friends who have put so much effort year after year into their classrooms and their lesson plans. And here they are having to do them from home and yeah. not being able to see the kids and having to you know, d- depend on technology to make it happen. Yeah. Like, and, and not everybody has the same technology. Not everybody has the same internet access. Not everybody has the same home life. And that's, that's just a hard position to be in. You know, and I know that a lot of people, I think there's a misconception about homeschool that we just kind of park the kids in front of packets or park them in front of the computer, but that's really not it. I am adamantly against any kind of busy work. I, I try and cram as much into the day. And I think the, I think the thing with homeschooling that people don't realize is that when you are schooling your child at home, you are taking out all that extra fluff time that's normally during a school day, like raising your hand and going to the bathroom and lining up and waiting for your teacher to help someone else and, and that kind of thing. And it takes a seven hour day and just compacts it. Yeah. Can you imagine if that 30, that 30 kid classroom was condensed down to three, like how much time that would save you in a day. And that's basically what happens. The school day ends up being three hours, you know? Yeah, three at the most. Sometimes it's one hour. Sometimes it's two hours. Uh, If it gets to three hours, I'm done for the day. I don't want to push my kids. I'm not here to... I think, like, the number one goal of our homeschool has been that we have happy kids. and, And that's definitely something that I strive for. So if it goes over three hours... They're done. I'm done. We'll finish this another time. Yeah, and that doesn't mean if they didn't do their work that they're free to go and have fun. I mean, they do have to complete their work in order to get their free time to be able to do what they want to do. Um, If they don't, then, you know, we're not locking them in their room and putting chains on them or anything like that. They, they, If they want to, to play, they can play. But if they want to do anything else, then they can sit and watch, you know, animal documentaries or anything that has any kind of educational value. So at least we get something out of the day. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's called currency. And you understand your child's currency. And then you, you know, you have that exchange of work for currency, which is definitely a life skill that they're going to take into adulthood where I go to work and I get paid. So right now our kids' currency is screen time and, you know, on their computers and... Playing their video games, watching YouTube videos. There are no American Academy of Pediatrics screen time limits here in this house. No. You you finish your school for the day. It's your time. Go. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like a cruise director because I'll put out activities in the afternoon to try and break it up or you know, hit them up with an ice cream. So they'll come sit and talk to me and, yeah. and just take a break from the computer. But yeah, like that, um, that exchange of, of work for pay is a life skill that they're going to take. Like, Hey, I got, I have to go to work and then I get paid. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something we use. And they've learned because I know there's been many times where our kids have decided they didn't want to do their work for the day. So they wait for the next and then maybe they do it another day. And then it would all catch up to them. 
And then they realize, well, <laughs> over time, they didn't do that so much because they realize they're just making it harder on themselves. Actually, if you ask Maddie, he will tell you that he has not missed one day of school in 2020. Ah, yeah, yeah he, he is very he proud of that record. And that record has kept him motivated because last year he was, you know, my kids are, are able to take a mental health day whenever they need one. You want the day off. That's fine. You just don't get to play on your computer. But, um, yeah, he's very proud of the fact that he is not, he has perfect attendance. I'm one of the biggest complainers of perfect attendance awards, but here this kid has made his own perfect attendance award that he's super proud of. And he's trying to get through all of 2020 without missing a day of school. we will give that kid a trophy. (laughs) We will find a way to do that. Because there are days when I'm like, you seem like you're really tired today. Like, why don't you just take the day off? And he's like, nope, I'm going to finish this year. I did it. So yeah, I, I hope he doesn't just take off 2021. Well, just I, to take off the whole year. I think we have two future graduates. Definitely. Um, so two down, two to go. Yeah. And then it's free time for the parents. I don't know what I'll do with my life after <laughs> these kids are done homeschooling. But we have like eight years to think about yes we have time let's not worry about it so one big question we get a lot about is and criticisms in general about homeschool is socialization a lot of people think you're you're homeschooling then those kids don't meet other kids and they don't get to interact and that couldn't be further from the truth uh not at all in fact i would argue that socialization in traditional school is not that natural. I don't think I've ever been in a room full of 30, 37 year olds. <laughs> or positive. <laughs> I don't think it's all that positive. A lot of the socialization that we're getting in schools. Especially when, you know, you have to show up and be in a room. That's that's not anything I've ever wanted to do as an adult. No. And just sit with 30 people the same age as me. <laughs> so yeah, socialization is much more natural in homeschooling. Uh, we do meet other kids. I have friends with kids. We've been in scouting. Uh, we have a nature group that we visit. Um, our kids have friends. They have best friends. They have people they look forward to seeing. Yeah, these days, you just have to ask them for their Discord account, and your kids, yeah. <laughs> they're talking all My day. My kids talk to their cousin and their friends, like, every single day. So you don't have to worry about socialization with homeschooling. Kids want, and one of the biggest things that Abby ha- is a fan of is anytime we go somewhere, And there's other little kids. She says, like, can I go make friends? Can I go meet them? She has a wealth of jokes that she will lay on anyone to break the ice. Her favorite one is, what do you call an alligator in a vest? What? An investigator. (laughs) (laughs) That's her favorite joke. She'll tell that anywhere. I know she tells it in the elevator of the aquarium. Yes, she does. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's her icebreaker is is good funny jokes so um yeah you don't have to worry about socialization and kids it, want to meet other kids well our, my son who uh, is practically just a mini version of me and looks and in, in, in a lot of ways um i was a really shy kid so i was super worried that he would end up being the same way but anytime we have in these nature groups or he goes out in public with other people he finds someone and he will end up chatting along with them you know, he, he always, he, he'll find a kid and then he's, he's his friend. You and know? I think that's a really natural way of 
socializing because, you know, when you go to a party or you go to a meeting, you'll find someone that says something similar or has a shirt that's similar that you like or something. And, you know, you'll end up talking to that one person. At no point is everyone sitting in a room facing forward and not talking with people all the same age as them. So don't worry about socialization. It's there as long as you're doing the right thing. And you're, you know, you're, you're, you're including your kids in different groups and taking them out. I mean, just going to a museum or going to a zoo now, COVID's a thing right now, but in general, go, you know, going to the zoo, going uh, to a museum, going to nature group, going to all these different things, there is socialization. Definitely. There's kids everywhere, it turns out. Um, So another question is um, how to homeschool. And that varies by state. In California, there are three ways to homeschool. You can homeschool through a charter school. You can homeschool through a private independent school. Or you can set yourself up as a private school and homeschool. And then you're on your own. You keep attendance. You keep track of your grades and all that. And um, yeah, you're on your own. But other states have different regulations. And you're definitely going to want to look them up and look up groups in your state where homeschooling, like that they would know about homeschooling. Some states are like the wild west. There are no regulations. Like you just pull your kid out of school and that's it. And there are other ones like California that have like some, a a few hoops that you have to jump through. But I think like the main goal of homeschooling that we've had is to have like happy, wholesome experience for our kids. I will say there is a downside to socialization that I've noticed with homeschooling and that is there are no mean girls in homeschool. Yeah. Our daughter met some neighborhood kids when we first moved in here and um, we didn't find out till later. We thought she had found friends, but then we found out from our older children that those girls weren't exactly being nice to her, but she had no idea. Yeah. They were taking advantage of her and, the older kids were telling her like they're being mean to you and she just could not believe that anyone would be mean to yes. her like why yeah why would you do that so like that's one thing with homeschooling that she's missed out and i'm actually okay with that like if that's what she's gonna miss by homeschooling that's fine she just doesn't see when kids are mean to her yeah. because like all these kids that like in nature group and and her friends that are her friends they're not mean to her and she's not mean to them. They're And she's in fourth grade right now, which is when you start to see like the meanness come out. And she, I just haven't seen that from her and I haven't seen that from her friends. She's been nothing but had this wholesome, if not naive outlook on life. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Another... She'll, she'll, she'll grow up. She'll be able to, you know, she'll grow into it. Yeah, she'll figure it out, I guess. Another thing that has been really good about homeschooling is that we're in California and we homeschool with a charter school. And we absolutely love our charter school. And they have some of those traditions that are like in other countries. So in like Nordic countries, they have something called looping where you're your teacher is your teacher from first through like upper elementary school. And we have that with a charter. We meet with our, our teacher every month, every 20 school days, turn in our body of work that we've been doing and show her that we've been actually doing it. But she has been our teacher for four years and she's basically family for us. So it it keeps, it keeps them invested in making sure that the 
the child progresses. Right. It's not like a regular public school where it's, well, if things aren't going right, at least they won't be in my class next year. Exactly. Where that problem child is just passed on to be a problem child for someone else. You're invested in making sure that you're the children you're teaching aren't having problems. And I think that's one of the more wholesome things that I like about homeschooling. Yeah. I, I started off really, I don't want to say negative, but um, what would you, what word would you use? Hesitant? Hesitant uh, when it came to homeschool. But I, you know, I trusted you and it paid off. I did not imagine that we would bring all four kids home at one point and this would be our life. I never ever expected us to be those wacky homeschool parents and we are wacky here we are well i knew we were wacky but i didn't think we'd be homeschool parents we're wacky and irrelevant okay (laughs) but i just i think it's just been such a good thing i love the bond that we have with our kids i love the bond that our kids have with us and with their siblings um i just and that only comes with spending copious amounts of time together with each other yeah like you can't be mad at someone for too long because you also need someone to play with exactly (laughs) i don't know how many times abby has been like you're the worst brother i'll never talk to you again and then it's oh you want to play game with me several minutes later yeah so yeah you you have to get along with people in your house so that's been really good and i guess the proof is in the pudding our daughter is 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 headed to to college. college with uh with with people with other girls you know you know socialization not being a problem so apparently it works i would say she's the most socialized of all our children yeah and she's been homeschooling the longest i am losing my best friend though because we have spent every single day together for six years and that's gonna be tough without her yeah she's she's definitely a helper around here so She's had her first week of school by the time that this airs, and... We'll have our, uh, what, first week without her. Yikes. So, wish us luck. (laughs) So, if you have any, like, questions or comments, we're always willing to talk about homeschooling. It's one of my favorite subjects. Uh, You can reach us on Instagram or Facebook, and don't forget to follow us there so you know when all of our new episodes are arriving. And we also have like interactive polls and comments and stuff like that on the Instagram, which is super fun. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on so you know when our episode will drop. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Bye.